Good morning. How are you? One Man Sports Show. I'm your host, uh, Brock Crocker. For this Thursday morning, uh, thank you for connecting with me. Uh, I hope you guys all had a, a good Wednesday night. Uh, I know uh, there was lots of neat things that kind of went on in the sports world yesterday. We saw a, uh, a no-hitter. And it came from the White Sox's Rodone. So, you know, they're uh, they're definitely looking like a, a, a pitching mecca, uh, you know, coming into the season. You know, having uh, Giolito uh, in that lineup as well. So definitely looking, uh, you know, like some pitching dominance and getting the, I think that was the second no-hitter of the year yesterday. So, uh, you know, that was definitely... Uh, the talk of, of baseball yesterday uh, over in the NHL Flames uh, beat the Canadians and I think a mild a little bit of a mild upset I think you could say uh, if you followed us on the show yesterday uh, you, you guys might have did okay I, I know this morning uh, my bankroll was pretty much uh, rated dead even uh, from yesterday so you know there was some good things uh, that that hit yesterday um, so We'll look to continue on that today. Uh, we did have the Ducks beating the Sharks yesterday, so hopefully you guys got on board with that. Uh, we had Gibson as being uh, the X-Factor. Well, it was Stellars that was in there, and, and it looks like the Ducks now have two X-Factor goalies. So we look forward to, uh, or at least I look forward to, trying to see if I can capitalize on some of that uh, opportunities that might present through that. Uh, on the basketball side of things yesterday, uh, Raptors win at home, uh, a bit of a surprise to me. Uh, Bucks get by the Timberwolves pretty convincingly, uh, and I don't think that was uh, to be expected or not to be. It was kind of, I think the spread on that was 12, and I think we did actually take the spread. So, uh, like I said, not, not that unexpected what happened there. Uh, Sixers do take care of business uh, against the Nets in bead. Uh, 39 points, 13 rebounds. Uh, Clippers squeaked by the Pistons, and uh, definitely a good spot there to have the Pistons and the points yesterday. Uh, Cavs get by the Hornets. So it was kind of mishmash yesterday in, in the NBA. Uh, we, we did have the Knicks prevailing over the Pelicans, so that was good. Or Magic uh, surprised the Bulls, uh, winning on, on the road. Warriors uh, dominated the Thunder. Pacers uh, got right where we thought they would against the Rockets, so that, that was a perfect remedy for them. Uh, I think the Mavericks and the Grizzlies played a game uh, within one point that kind of played out how, how I think a lot how saw that game. Uh, Wizards get by the Kings, the hapless Kings right now, and uh, we are going to be looking for opportunities with Sacramento in, in a get-right moment, but it just it wasn't last night. And, and then encouraging for the Nuggets yesterday, they end up winning uh, against a uh, against a Heat team, uh, one twenty-three to one hundred six, uh, without their star Jamal Murray. So. Uh, some hope for optimism in in Denver, although you know it is pretty. It is a pretty uh, bleak moment uh, for that franchise. You know, having uh, hopes for the playoffs here. They they did get Jokic had a, had a triple double, so we'll look for the Joker to really uh, lead this team and see if maybe they can develop a, another asset uh, outside of outside of what uh, everyone thought they had, uh, kind of looking at some of the replacements yesterday in Monte Morris and Campanzo, uh, the guys that would have been eating up those minutes left by Murray. Uh, neither one of them really had a convincing line yesterday. So we'll, we'll continue to watch and see, uh, you know, how the Denver Nuggets can injure uh, uh, the, uh, the shortage at the guard position. 
Uh, we're starting a bit earlier today. You know, there's uh, the M MLB has been great. You know, it's nice. It's lovely to have it back, but it sure gets uh, it sure gets demanding uh, as far as uh, getting material out to you guys in time for it to be useful. So I. I I will admit today, uh, you know, typically I'll have my cup of coffee in the morning and, and go over all the games and kind of gather my thoughts and, and then I'll kind of uh, go over them all again with you guys and kind of refine those thoughts. So today that, that refinement process is missing. So uh, fair fair warning. Uh, I just wanted to get uh, get out to you guys as soon as I could uh, and and just uh, make sure I got a chance to uh, at least uh, reach reach uh, my audience before before some of these uh, pitches go so we won't waste too much time and, and also in the name of being efficient and if you listen to my podcast uh, efficiency is probably not the best uh, best way to describe uh, uh, my delivery uh, I, I can get a little wordy so I will do my best uh, Phillies in, in to see the Mets and I, I really like the Phillies in this one and and I, I know what some of you are thinking. You're thinking, well, DeGrom, you see DeGrom on the ledger for, for the Mets. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I thought that too initially. And uh, it's definitely daunting uh, throwing a wager uh, in behind uh, DeGrom. But, you know, wouldn't it be the so Mets? You know, DeGrom has excellent numbers. I think he only has the one game so far this year. But it, it, was, a, it was a good game. You know, it was DeGrom-ish. Uh, he comes in with... Uh, 0.64 ERA, uh, and he pitched eight innings, gave up five hits, an earned run, and got 14, 14 knockouts. So, uh, you know, he, he was definitely hurling. But it just to me, you know, the Mets are at home today, and they're facing a, a Phillies team that's sliding a bit, and a Phillies team that I like uh, to, to be a contender in that uh, NLE. So, uh, Mets are in first, the, the Phillies are in second, and, uh, you know, these guys will be going at it all year in, in a competitive uh, in a competitive race for that NL East. But uh, in this one, the Phillies on a three-game slide in a divisional game, and I don't know, to me, it just wouldn't it be so New York Mets to have DeGrom, uh, you know, pitch basically two flawless games and still drop to 0-2 uh, with this Mets team. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to follow my, my gut on that one, and I am going to go with the... Uh, I am going to take the uh, the Phillies in this one uh, just because of that. And, and like I said, I, I wouldn't blame you if you didn't follow me on this one. I know you see DeGrom, like I said, and that's definitely daunting, but uh, you know, when you're due, you're due, and I think the Phillies are due. So, I'm going to take them, uh, and you know what? Just because I know DeGrom's going to be tough to hit today, uh, I'll even pad my, my uh, prediction and take the the run line in this game and the 192 that Sports Interaction has on that, and then I may come back and uh, and money line this thing too at 297. But uh, for now, yeah, run line, uh, Philly, and what would be... Uh, an upset if they won against DeGrom and like I said you take that run line and they could still lose by a run and you'd still collect on, on your wager so definitely liking that proposition uh, great matchup between Miami and, and Atlanta and Atlanta's kind of another team that I thought would kind of compete for that uh, AL East title this year uh, falling behind a little bit but you know it's still early they're fourth and eighth four four and eight on the year uh, fifth in the NL East coming into this one. And in this one, we get two great young pitchers in, in Trevor Rogers and Ian Anderson. 
Uh, Trevor Rogers has, it looks like he's got a one-on-one -on -one record on the year and has had a good game and a bad game, or at least a game where he uh, lost. So looking at that, four innings pitch in, in the loss, uh, two hits, three run ball, uh, two earned runs. Or sorry, three runs, two earned runs, uh, six knockouts, six strikeouts. So uh, rebounded back with six innings pitched, uh, three hit ball, uh, 10, 10 strikeouts. So I think that's more what was in line with him. He's on the road, and he gets a, an Ian Anderson who uh, is coming in after uh, you know a really strong uh, rookie year. Uh, hasn't quite put it together yet this year, so he'll be looking to do that today, and he'll be looking to get his Braves kind of back on track. Uh, last game uh, for him was against uh, the Phillies, and it was 5.1 innings pitched, five hits, four runs, four earned runs, six strikeouts, and then in before that, uh, in to see the Phillies again. So they got to see him twice, which I think is something to consider. Uh, and, and he was a little more successful uh, in, in that first game, marginally. Uh, five innings pitch, four hits, one earned run, and, and seven strikeouts. So uh, look for him to keep tuning it in and maybe get his uh, look to, for him to kind of get into the sixth, seventh inning today. I think that would be a good... Uh, a good accomplishment for, for Ian Anderson and getting his track his year on track. So I'm going to take Atlanta here to kind of get right. I think this is a get right game for them. Uh, I do think they get a good pitcher today that they're opposing. So this could be, I see the over under on this game is at eight. So if you are an over under player, uh, I, I might take the under on this one. And then as far as uh, a wagering on this, the rest of the way, you could go money line Atlanta, uh, 156. Or you could actually take Miami in the run line and getting the run and a half. Because, you know, this could be a, I think this could be a one-run game uh, if these pitchers both come in tuned in. Uh, obviously, for me, uh, I, I love the bats of Atlanta. I think they've got way more firepower than Miami as far as the ability to, to, to produce runs. So, something to consider. So, for, for that reason alone, I'm going to go with Atlanta myself. Take the Braves, and I'm going to take them on, on the money line and the 156. And uh, I, I might actually double dip on this game and, and, and also take the under, uh, which is set at 8. Looking more at here, was, I think we're looking at the, it appears, I'm just trying to see the National League. So we're going through the National League here. And the next game we've got here is the... Padres uh, into see Pittsburgh and how about those Pirates right like they've been surprising even I you know I thought they had some some ability this year uh, but you know they've been winning some sneaky games you know not to say that they're they're lighting the world on fire you know they're from still losing and they're they're uh, fifth in the NL Central but still they're 12 games in and they've already got five wins uh, coming off of uh, winning four of their last five including two against the Padres who they will uh uh, face today to to finish out the series. So uh, I, I think you you gotta like you gotta like the Padres here, uh, just because uh, you know for them to lose another game. So this is a four game set. So uh, the 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 Pirates have already split this thing at worst. You know, getting two, and I, I think that's pretty good for the Pirates against this Padres team. Uh, they they get Paddock uh, today. And, you know, he, he's a tough pitcher to face. Uh, and, and what's going for the Pirates is they do have uh, they do have Mitch Keller 
uh, on the mound. He's kind of one of their uh, aces that they look to. So, uh, and they're, they're looking for a big bounce back year out of him. He does have a win already, uh, going five innings against the Cubs, uh, giving up one run, seven strikeouts, and, and before that, you know, losing uh, to the Cubs. So a lot of uh, uh, a lot of baseball left. So we'll see what happens. You know, there's not really much you can you can take from a guy that's pitched eight innings other than what we kind of already knew about him coming into this season and whether you believe that he can live up to his potential. So who knows? He could have a good game today against San Diego, but I just think it's going to be too much. I don't see the the, the uh, Padres uh, dropping uh, another game here. So we will take the, the Padres on this one on the road. Uh, you know, I'm, like I said, I don't think I'm going to tempt Moneyline on this one. Keller could have a good game, so... And they've, like I said, they've been more formidable than, than I've thought, even, you know, coming with these wins. So I'm going to take the Padres on the money line here, uh, kind of wimp out a little bit. But you know what? That's just the way it goes sometimes. So Padres, uh, money line. Arizona into see Washington. Uh, Corbin is pitching for, for Washington, and he's a guy that they're, they're happy to get back. Uh, Washington is it's off to a little bit of a rough start, so uh, I'm sure seeing Corbin come back uh, for them is going to be uh, a welcome sign. Uh, he did get some some play in this year. Uh, he's got four innings pitched on, on April the 10th. So that might have actually been his coming back, but he was hurt anyway, so he's working his way back from injury. So he only got four innings, so they'll definitely be looking to, to stretch him out a little bit in this game and kind of, you know, get him up into that 6-7 range today. Uh, I think this Arizona team uh, is a pretty good place for, for him. You know, they're at home, and Arizona to me is not the most intimidating lineup, but still underrated, and, you know, somebody uh, just the sidetrack a little bit uh i made a trade in my fantasy baseball team and and i was uh league last night and i was surprised to see oh well, not surprised but uh he's been hurt all year but cole calhoun uh you know was available on the wire uh i think he had like a 20 percent ownership so somebody you definitely want to check you know he was hurt at the start of the year so his adp slid massively uh not that it was really high to begin with but you know he was probably a top 200 player 150 somewhere in there and slid 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 so uh, you know, I think that ADP and the ownership are, are, are not, or you know, are something to take advantage of uh, if he's still available on the wire. Uh, he slotted in second, I, I believe, is where he's hitting on this Diamondbacks team. So, and if you look at what he did last year, you know, he was right up there in as far as uh, if you're in a points league, like he was. You, some of the names he was ahead of last year are, uh, you know, superstars. So, uh, just a little side note on that. Uh, as far as this game though goes, uh, like I said, Washington to me is kind of they're three and six in the NL East, and what's going to be like a very tight NL East. So uh, they get a matchup today against this Diamondbacks team uh, from the NL West, uh, where they really need to, to capitalize and get some wins outside of this tough division. And, and I, I think Arizona on the road uh, is in tough here. They have Merrill Kelly going. Uh, he's got uh, an 0 two record coming in already on this year. So. Uh, definitely going to go with Washington and Corbin on this one. And I do like Washington to actually be able to cover off the, the run line in this. So I am going to take the Nats, and I'm going to take the Nats and, and the run line and the 210 uh, that I like. Uh, looks like the last game in the National League today is Colorado's got Gomber. Uh, they're going in to see the Dodgers, who is starting Urias. So uh, always a tough matchup. Uh, anytime you're in to see this Dodgers team at home, uh, the Rockies, you know, to me, they're, they're not one of the teams that the, the Dodgers are really worried about. Uh, Urias, 2-0 on the year. 
uh, 2.84 ERA. Uh, Gomber, kind of the exact, uh, well, does have the exact opposite record. He's 0-2 on the year. Uh, 280, so his ERA is pretty respectable. 289, 9.1 innings pitch. Does have seven strikeouts, 11 balls. So uh, I don't much about, know much about this Gomber. I, I did see that you know there was some sleeper uh, uh, sleeper supporters out there of him. So looking at what he uh, has as far as uh, uh, a build, you know he's six five. He's a left hander, so you know that's that's a. I'm going to assume this guy guy's a power pitcher. So. Uh, and, and with that many walks, you know, power pitchers sometimes control can be an issue. Uh, I don't think that uh, unbridled power, you know, is going to get you through this Dodgers lineup. So, uh, going to be a tough one for him today. Uh, look for the Dodgers to win. Uh, look for them to, to cover off the run line. Uh, so that's going to be your best opportunity on this one. Uh, which right now the Dodgers are a one, uh, 1.75. Uh, on the run line on Sports Interaction. So that is where I'm going to go uh, with my wager on that game. Flip it on over to the American League. Got an early game here. So uh, we've got Seattle uh, versus uh, Baltimore. Uh, Harvey going for, for the Orioles. Gonzalez, who's uh, you know one of the better hurlers for, for Seattle. So right off the hop without... Digging too much into this game, I already like the the uh, the chances here for the M's. Uh, Marco Gonzalez, 0-1 on the year. ERA of over 10. Matt Harvey, 0-1 on the year. ERA of just under 6. So we, we've got some hittable pitchers here, uh, and, and that's just going to reinforce uh, my, my belief in the Seattle Mariners in this one. Uh, they're six and five, second in, in the NL, and the Orioles five and six, third in, in the AL East. And you know, I just uh, I, I, you guys might have been hearing me uh, previous to this podcast. You know, I just like the bats in Seattle. Uh, they are on the road, so this is tough. But I'm also not a big Matt Harvey fan, so I am going to take take the the M's in this one. Uh, I'm just going to take them on the money line, which to me is a uh, you know, a pretty robust 187, so not bad. So I'll take the, the M's on the money line. Going into the next game, Red Sox at the Twins after doing a double header uh, yesterday. We get Garrett Richards going up against Michael Pineda. Uh, Red, Six, Red Sox have been hot after starting the year pretty cold. Uh, they do end up uh, so far beating this this Twins team uh, for the first three games of this four game set, and and this Twins team is a team that I thought came in this year pretty overrated, and uh, I'm feeling a little uh, vindicated in that. However, you know it, it's uh, it's not even uh, they're they're doing a little worse than even I kind of thought. You know to get had I didn't see them getting swept by by the by the Red Sox anyway at home. Uh, this close to the start of the year. So uh, with that in mind, I am going to be compelled to to go with the Twins today, but uh, we will see. It's concerning what's going on in, in, in Minnesota if you're a Twins fan. And uh, Pineda today, uh, you know, is a fairly, you know, he's a veteran. So, uh, you know, I don't think he's going to bring a lot of uh, emotion today. So that's probably a good thing for this Twins team. So, uh, let's look for them to get right. Uh, I'm not going to get crazy on this one. I think they are going to be 
you know, I, I think they're going to have to work to win. And when you work to win, sometimes, you know, those are the one-run games. So uh, I'm going to take take the Twins in this one. And I'm going to take the, the 162 uh, money line that comes with that. But, uh, you know, you think it'd be a little higher for a team that just lost three in a row at home to the team that the, they're playing. So uh, is what it is. We go with the Twins. Uh, Cleveland Indians in to see the, the White Sox. And, and we like we were saying at the top, uh, Rodon just, just had a great performance. And Chicago, deep with pitching and... You know, not one of my, uh, I thought he came in a little overrated as far as fantasy baseball goes with Lance Lynn, but he's definitely an excellent pitcher, and to have him in your the middle of your rotation uh, just goes to speak about how good these White Sox are when it comes to pitching. Uh, on the Cleveland side, I get things, uh, Savelli brings in, a, uh, Aaron Savelli brings in a 2-0 record. Uh, 246 ERA on the year. He's got 14 and, and a two-thirds innings pitched, uh, 12 strikeouts. Going against, like I said, Lynn, 13 innings pitched, 17 strikeouts. So uh, a tough spot here today uh, for, for the hitters. And uh, I just, I like the home team usually in these types of games. So, you know, that's what I'm going to do. Uh, I think, anyway, I'm just going to check here real quick and see that the uh, this is the fourth game of, uh, of their set. So... Uh, if the White Sox were to win this one, they, they would win the series against the Indians 3-1. Uh, to one. And I think they're in a good spot to do that. So I'm going to take them, and uh, again, I'm just going to be a little more cautious than I usually would be, and I don't know why. Like I said, sometimes you just have to follow your, your intuition, so I'm going to take the, the money line on this one. And uh, the 165 uh, that Lance Lynn brings with him. It looks like Seattle and Baltimore are doing a double header today. So we, we've got Dunn, uh, a guy who I like, uh, you know, young up-and-comer guy going against Zimmerman uh, for for Baltimore. Uh, you know, generally I like these things to split as far as uh, as far as uh, double headers go, especially uh, when when I I, I pick the, the the visiting team uh, to win one. So that was the Mariners. So I am going to take uh, take a flyer here on, and, and just see you know how the lineup changes too. That's another thing too is you got to watch your lineup changes uh, and it's going to affect the players in this game and how it goes out. Like for instance, a guy like uh, France uh, batting in the second hole uh, for the Mariners. You know if he sits uh, one of the games, you know that's pretty much the game I like the Mariners to lose. <laughs> so we'll see. Uh, just little quirks like that uh, and things that we just can't address right now. But uh, I am just going to take uh, the the Orioles to, to split today. And that puts me on the money line here and Zimmerman and the 175. And, uh, you know, fair warning. I'm not liking I'm, I'm feeling uncomfortable about this one. So take that for what it's worth. Uh, Texas in to see Tampa. Uh, got Rich Hill. Uh father time on the mound and he's, he's showing it this year that he still has it uh, going against Lyles uh, for, for the Texans and the Texans have shown themselves to be a uh, an offensively capable bunch uh, five and seven so far in the AL West going against these Rays who are five and seven in the AL East so the battles of five and sevens uh, and, and we've got some Pitchers going in this one. We've got one, uh, a you know, uh, a veteran, and then like a grizzled, a grizzled veteran. So I'm gonna give it to the grizzled veteran today. And, and these Tampa Bay Rays, uh, like I, 
like I've been, you know, saying that they don't have much offense. Uh, they're pretty much, uh, you know, Meadows is pretty much their catalyst in, in, in the middle of their lineup for, for runs and stuff. So today I do think he'll be able to get some hits off of Lyles. And, and you know, I could see this being a low-scoring game, one-run game. But uh, I'm going to take Tampa in this one. And I'm going to take them on the money line uh, and the 153. So, you know, not the most exciting proposition of the day for sure. Wouldn't blame you for not doing that one. Uh, Detroit in to see Oakland. Uh, team I, I'm really liking this year in the Tigers. I think they've got lots of uh, sleeper, lots of upset, uh, lots of dog appeal this, this year. Uh, I think tonight's a tough one for them, though. They go in to see an Oakland team that uh, isn't taking anything for granted right now. They've got Manaya on the mound going against Scooball, who's uh, you know a young pitcher who hasn't really locked in this year. So he's on the road facing you know a pretty motivated team. So I'm going to take the A's here. And I'm going to lock in with Manaya. And uh, you know what? I'm actually going to say that, that the, the Detroit uh, rookie here, or the young, I don't know if he's a rookie. If he's not, he's, he's young anyway. Uh, I'm going to say their, their prospect pitcher gets, gets roughed up a bit today. Uh, and I'm going to take the run line at home. So I'm going to take the A's. And that kind of makes me feel a little bit better. I'm getting a little more risk into my uh, into my day here uh, and hopefully make a good return on that. So I'm going to take the A's. going to take the run line for them. Uh, Checking to see here today if we've got anything going on in interleague. Don't see anything in that. So let's jump over to the NHL. See if they have anything today going early. Because, you know, with this COVID, it just, just seems like the scheduling of the world has gone nutso. So uh, they do not have any uh, early start times today, nor does the NBA. So, uh, you know, this should be good as far as getting this information out to you guys. Uh, looking at the start today, we've got Sabres in to see the the Capitals. Uh, right now, uh, I I don't like this this game. I, I like I, I do like Allmark sometimes as being an X factor and being able to pull us out some money on the road. Uh, it's three eighty two. You know, if you've got a few extra beans sitting around in your bean counter, uh, you know, you could throw them at the Sabres and hope that you know the magic happens. But uh, the Capitals, you know, they make the big trade. I love that they added Anthony Manta. You know, I think he's going to be huge. He's already got a couple goals, I believe, since he's got there. And uh, I, I, I think he just invigorates that offense. And I think that we're going to see uh, the Capitals score quite a few goals here uh, in, in, in the short term. And uh, the Buffalo Sabres are, are the team that's going to get victimized tonight on the road. So take that, that puck line uh, of 175. At least that's what I'll be doing against the uh, the Sabers, who, like I said, are on the road in this one. So 175 puck line, Panthers at Lightning, Battle of Florida, uh, Battle for first. Uh, these guys are, are about as rivalried as you can get. Uh, technically, right now uh, they are Lightning are in second. Uh, Panthers are in third, but the the Hurricanes, Lightning, and Panthers all sit atop of that division with 58 points. So uh, definitely a fun division to watch. Uh, and tonight we, we get a great matchup that will definitely have some implications uh, on the standings. Uh, you got to think that Tampa will for sure be going with Vezeslevsky tonight. Uh, I'd be shocked to see anything else. And he is listed as expected here. 
Uh, Florida will be going with their big boy uh, in in Brabowski, who's 15-7 and two on the year, sporting a 285 uh, goals against and a 907 save percentage. Uh, not elite, but definitely an improvement for him, and definitely giving them. Uh, uh, some NHL goaltending this year anyway, but you know the Panthers come into this one. They're on the road uh, and, and you know what it's just tough to win against Vezeslevsky at home and and you know he, he's uh, coming off of uh, Let's just see if he's in net here. Sorry, it was McElhaney the 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 lightning are coming off a, a thumping from the Preds, so you know that's fresh in their mind. So that was McElhaney who was in for that one. Uh, prior to that, it looks like Vezelevsky was locked in, going three, getting a shutout against Predators. So he, he's playing well. Uh, the Panthers are going to have a hard time scoring tonight, uh, and I think, I think just with the uh, with the goaltending, and, and you know, Tampa to me has one of the better. You know, they've, they've got a nice defense there. Uh, it's just going to be tough today for Florida to uh, to get the win, I think, on the road. So who knows? We could see this one go to like a shootout or something like that. Uh, the puck line, if you take the goal, you can get the Panthers at 155 on the puck line. Uh, they get a goal and a half. Uh, I'd rather just take the Lightning on the money line to get the win in this one. So I'm going to go Lightning. And 161 is the odd the sports interaction is giving on that money line uh, at home. So I'll go there. Predators uh, in to see the Hurricanes, and, and like we said, there's a, there's a battle of brewing uh, for first place, and the uh, the Hurricanes are trying to keep pace. They have a game in hand on Lightning, two games in hand on the Panthers, so they're going to want to make sure that this Predators team uh, does not come away with a win tonight uh, in their home barn. So we'll see what happens. Masaryk is expected. He's been injured for a lot of the year, but he's definitely been good when he's been available. 4-1-1. One, one. Uh, Saros expected for the Preds, and he's been pretty good for them too at 15-7 and seven on the year. But uh, like I said, we, we've got a, a battle uh, of heavyweights in that division. Uh, Hurricanes, you know, they, they got to win this game. And I'm even going to go as far to say, uh, you know, I'm going to go with the puck line on this one and say that they can win by a couple, you know, hope for that empty netter or whatever. Uh, I see the money line uh, on the Hurricanes is 152, and that's not bad, but, you know, I'm, I'm looking for some excitement. Uh, been pretty uh, pretty uh, conservative so far today, so give me, give me the first place team in the Canes at home and give me the puck line at 239, and, uh, yeah, I feel all right with that. Uh, Devils in to see the Rangers. Uh, I just don't see it. Uh, how the uh, Rangers uh, lose this one? They just they've been playing well uh, too. Uh, they've been hot, and, and I think that that continues today. Uh, New Jersey, I, I think they have Hershire back right away, so a little boost to their spirits. And Blackwood is expected, so he is one of those goalies we have to watch out for that can definitely steal a game. And you know another factor with this team is, is this is the battle of New York kind of, so these teams can get a little, you know, there's a long history between these guys. So we'll see what happens. Uh, I just, I tend to gravitate towards the Rangers. Like I said, I just, they're scoring so many goals. Uh, they, they beat the Devils on Tuesday 3-0, uh, you know, and, and sometimes you like to see these teams come back and, and see lots of pushback, but I just think all the push has is, is been neutralized out of the Devils right now. And we'll see. They, they do have some young guys. Like I said, Hershiser and Hughes. Uh, you know, when you got those young guys, you know, you, you'd, you'd like to hope if you were a New Jersey Devils uh, 
manager or coach that you know they come and bring an energy to you every night but uh things flowing for the rangers so uh, take the rangers again take take the puck line on this one uh i think the rangers are, are you know like i said they're scoring a lot of goals right now so to get them at at 215 on the puck line at home uh, i think that's pretty good value there islanders in to see the bruins and uh i, I like this one uh, as far as being a good game to watch tonight, I do believe we are going to see the return of uh, Tuka Rask, and I'm excited about that. I, I was able to snag him up on one of the one of my fantasy leagues. Someone had dropped him, and you know, crazy. It, it's a it's a it's a it's a different fantasy league. I won't get you guys into that, but anyway, go Tuka Rask. Uh, excited about having him back. My team needed a goalie, so I, I got one in, in Tuka Rask, and the Bruins needed a goalie, and they get one in Tuka Rask. Uh, he gets a tough assignment tonight in getting Varlamov, but uh, he's Tuka Rask, so uh, watch for, for the Bruins in this one to, to get the win for their goalie return. Uh, so I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with the money line on the Bruins and the 183 uh, that comes with it on that one, and I'm going to stay away from the puck line. It's pretty juicy, actually. You can get the Bruins at uh, 314 and actually I may come back and parlay that uh, but for now I'll take them on the money line and, and the 183. Flyers in, in to see the Pens. Uh, the Flyers of course uh, struggling. Hart expected. Uh, tough to get right against Sidney Crosby in my opinion so uh, I don't like the prospects here for Hart tonight, so I, I just, it's that easy for me. Uh, I'm going to take the Penguins to score some goals tonight on him, and uh, I'm, I'm going to feel like I'm getting a pretty good value on the puck line here. It's 2.30 on Sports Interaction, and that's what I'm going to go with. And unfortunately, I, I just don't see any reason why anyone would put their money behind Carter Hart at this point uh, and, and that Flyers team. Uh, Jets in to see the Leafs. This will be a great game, and, and I think this is a game where we can kind of follow the money a little bit. We've got Hellebuck going against uh, against Campbell, who finally gets the loss. Uh, the Leafs losing a couple, actually, uh, getting a, a loss from Riddich against Calgary. So, uh, you know, they, they've been winning so much, and, and this is a battle for first. The Jets, of course, chasing the Leafs for that. So, very competitive game. Leafs at home. Uh, so looking at the the odds on this one, it's 155 on the money line if you want to go with the Leafs. Uh, if you want to go puck line with the Leafs, it, it's 234, and they're giving up a goal and a half. I don't like that against Hellebuck. Uh, so, and you know what? I'm just uh, sometimes you just got to go with your feeling. You know, Campbell 11. 11 was 11 straight wins, 11 wins and a loss. So I'm going to take him to lose again and look for his record to even out a little bit. Look for the standings to even out a little bit. The the, the Toronto Maple Leafs have feasted all year. So, uh, you know, what? we'll see what happens tonight. And, you know, before I completely lock in, I'm just going to take a, a quick look here at the injuries just to make sure there's nobody. Uh, Nylander for Toronto out for COVID. So that definitely has an impact. Wheeler not back yet for, for the Jets. Uh, looking at what the Jets did last game, you know, they won against the Senators. They won a couple before that uh, against the Canadians. So, you know, they're still winning games and 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 feeling good. So, I'm going to take the Jets in an upset. Uh, Jets, money line, uh, 252. Columbus in to see the Stars. Uh, I did see Corpusello was uh, expected uh, for Columbus. I'm assuming it's Kakanin or Kadobin for, for the Stars. It is. So Corpusello versus Kadobin expected. 
Uh, both these little goalies, it's kind of an even matchup. Uh, in fact, I find this this kind of to be an even matchup type uh, type game. Uh, these guys are both in the central, sixth and seventh, respectively. Uh, it looks like Hines is out still day to day. Uh, check to see what the status is on Radulov, because I thought I saw he was mentioned somewhere on an injury report that I saw. Stars get a chance to uh, show off Vatanen tonight. Yeah, Ra Radulov is again on the IR. So, we'll, yeah, you know, I'm just going to follow the money on this one. I think this could be anyone's game. So, the money says that you're either going to take Columbus on the road uh, at 262 or you're going to give the Stars a goal and a half and go with them on the puck line at 237. I don't want to give anyone in this game a goal and a half. So I'm going to take the Jackets uh, on the road, and I'm going to take the 262 that comes with it. So we got some risk kind of towards the end of the night in the NHL, so I kind of like that. Maybe we'll be sitting on our hands come the end of the night, waiting for some of those dogs to come home. We love it when dogs come home. Uh, in basketball, the association side of things, let's take a look at that up here today. I did see that the schedule was a little lighter in the NBA. Uh, we got the Bucks coming in to see the Hawks. Uh, the Bucks, of course, just coming off a win yesterday. Uh, they get a Hawks team that's been playing pretty, pretty solid basketball this year. Uh, the Bucks did have a, a big spread yesterday that they were covering. Against the Timberwolves, uh, the Hawks are getting a whole lot more credit at home. Uh, the Bucks are only a four-point favorite heading into this game. Uh, looking at the Hawks and and kind of what they've been able to do at home uh, against uh, you know championship type teams or playoff teams. Anyway, uh, they lost to the Grizzlies. They haven't had a whole lot recently against playoff teams at home. Which is kind of making it hard. Celtics they beat uh, back in like February, so who knows? Uh, you know, it's just going to be a tough one uh, on this one. So I, I'm going to look at what the Hawks have been doing as of late. They've won their last three. Uh, one putting up 120, 105, 108, and putting up 113 points in a loss in the game before that. So you know they're good for 105 to 110 points today. Uh, against this Bucks team, and they come in today. Uh, you know, they put up 130 against the Timberwolves, put up 124 against the Magic. Uh, before that, lost to the Hornets, putting up 119. Lost to the Mavericks, putting up 101. Uh, lost to the Warriors, putting up 121. So you know, I, I see a lot. One. I see a lot of three digits here. They've only ever gone into, in fact, there's no single digits here. The 101 was the lowest scoring, so or, so they've had three-digit scoring in all their games. So looking at that, I'm just going to take the, take the, take it and just look at 101 is kind of the outlier. Everything else is higher. Well, 119, 124, 121. So they're good for 120 points tonight in my mind. Uh, so I, they're good for that spread. So that puts us on the Bucks uh, on the point spread today. So Bucks uh, Sports Interaction 191, and then giving up the four points. And seeing how we did figure out the score was going to be 100 to 110. Uh, I will look at the over/under in this one. It's set at 230, so I'd probably take an under uh, in in this game as well. Golden State in to see. 
Cleveland. Cleveland did play yesterday, uh, getting a win. And I thought, actually, Golden State had played yesterday as well. Let's just take a look here. Cleveland beat the Hornets. And Golden State beat up on, on OKC, which everyone does. So Golden State is on the road in this one. Cavaliers coming home after being on the road in Charlotte. So, uh, you know, tough game to call, actually. Uh, Cavs getting 7.5 points. Injury report, I think, will be important in this one. As of now, I'm not seeing anybody, uh, Steph being probable. So, you know what? I just, I worry about him. So check, check the, uh, check the game time availability of Steph Curry. This is a back-to-back -back game and both these teams are pretty young. And the only player I could see possibly missing after a back-to-back -back would be Curry. So, uh, watch for that. And you know what? I just, uh, I just don't know where to go on this one. So where I don't know when to go, it just something's not sitting right with me. I just feel like this is a spot where the Warriors possibly uh, under deliver. So I am going to take the Cavs, and I'm going to get crazy in this one. And I'm going to take the Cavs, and I'm going to take the money line on them, 352, and an upset. Uh, we got those dogs at home, and let's hope that they can bring it home. And uh, you know what? Maybe we get a, a late scratch. Uh, on Steph Curry, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. Uh, if he doesn't scratch, then of course uh, <laughs> it really is it really is an adventurous bet. Uh, Celtics uh, versus the Lakers in, in a team I've been liking. Both teams actually who I've been liking a little bit more. They've been kind of uh, getting my respects together a, a little bit. Uh, the uh, the Lakers have definitely looked like an NBA team uh, minus their their two superstars. So good on them. I had my doubts. And uh, the Celtics have definitely been playing good ball. Uh, Tatum seems to have found his stroke. So we'll see what happens tonight. Uh, I do like the Boston having more star power in this one. I do think Tatum and Brown uh, are the difference. Uh, I do think they come ready to play. I think all these big gun guys love playing in L.A. Uh, you know, seeing LeBron over there on the sideline, I think, is a motivator. You know, you want to you want to show the king. You know, when the king's in the audience, you want you want to entertain the king. And I think that uh, that's what the Celtics do here. Uh, so I'm going to take them, and I'm going to take them on the point spread because I don't like the 140 money line anyway. So Celtics, minus 6.5, 191 uh, against the Lakers, which should be a good game uh, as far as the late one goes. And then we've got the Kings and the Suns, and I keep telling you we're looking for a spot for the Kings to get right. It's not this Suns team, I don't think. Um, you know, Fox could come out and have and probably will have a, a good game where he leads them tonight, but... Uh, last night, 33 points, six, six steals, six assists in, in, a, in a loss to the Wizards. Doesn't get any easier in this Phoenix team who is coming off uh, a day's rest and a win against the Heat behind uh, 19 points, 13 rebounds uh, from Ayton. And then you throw in you know Booker and Paul, and it's, it's just a tough situation for this Kings team. And I think they get dispensed uh, quite, quite easily tonight. So... Uh, 12 and a half, uh, not outside the realm of possibilities in my mind. So I will take the Suns. And I just, I hate giving up that many points just in general. So a word of caution on that. But Suns minus 12 and a half. And uh, we'll see if the, uh, the Suns can spread the ball around and really run up a score on uh, really this Kings team that seems to have uh, one, one, one leg to stand on in, in Fox. So 
Uh, I'm definitely liking the Suns' chances in that game. I think that covers off about everything that's happening today in, in sports. So uh, I hope you guys all enjoy the sports uh, today. Like I said, the MLB blesses us again with a, with a bunch of early games. So uh, uh, if you're able to, to enjoy and watch or if you're at work or whatever you're doing and you get a chance to check out those games, uh, uh, you know, it makes for a great, great Thursday, right? So uh, I'll, I'll definitely look forward to talking to all you guys tomorrow on Friday and just seeing uh, how everyone did and, and letting you know uh, how, how I did and, uh, and just talking about what happened. Uh, I'd love to hear from you guys. I'd love to get follows from you guys. So find me on, on Twitter. It's Brock Crocker or Crocker Brock. And uh, find me, uh, you can find the show on Twitter at One Man Sports Show. Or you can email me, uh, Gretzky Rocks with uh, Gretzky spelled R-O-X at gmail.com. Reach out, touch out, and I'll make sure to get back to you. Uh, you know, I, I'm here to talk to you. Anything sports-related, uh, wagering advice, uh, anything fantasy-related, please reach out. I can guarantee you I, I will get back to you. And I thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, I, I hope that uh, uh, you find some success today if you happen to be, to be wagering. Or if you're just watching the games, I hope you have an enjoyable day. Uh, I'm your host, uh, Brock Crocker, with the One Man Sports Show. And I will catch up with everyone tomorrow.